Hi, this is Visa. I hope you're well. Today's story is about the smell of rain. A cold March wind danced around the dead of night in Dallas as the doctor walked into the small hospital room of Diana Blessing. Still groggy from surgery, her husband David held her hand as they braced themselves for the latest news. That afternoon of March the 10th, 1991, complications had forced Diana, only 24 weeks pregnant, to give birth to Dana Blessing. At 12 inches long and weighing only one pound and nine ounces, they already knew she was premature. Still, the doctor's soft words dropped like bombs. I don't think she's going to make it, he said, as kindly as he could. There's only a 10% chance she will live through the night, and even then, if by some slim chance she does make it, her future could be very cruel. Numb with disbelief, David and Diana listened as the doctor described the devastating problems Dana would likely face if she survived. She would never walk. She would never talk. She would probably be blind and she would certainly be prone to other catastrophic conditions from cerebral palsy to complete mental retardation and on and on. No, no, was all Diana could say. She and David, with their five-year-old son Dustin, had long dreamed of the day they would have a daughter to become a family of four. Now, within a matter of hours, that dream was slipping away. Through the dark hours of morning, as Dana held on to life by the thinnest thread, Diana slipped in and out of sleep, growing more and more determined that their tiny daughter would live and live to be healthy, happy young girl. But David, fully awake and listening to the additional dire details of their daughter's chances of ever leaving the hospital alive, much less healthy, knew he must confront his wife with the inevitable. David walked in and said, we need to talk about making funeral arrangements. Diana remembers. I felt so bad for him because he was doing everything, trying to include me in what was going on, but I just wouldn't listen. I couldn't listen. I said, no, that is not going to happen. No way. I don't care what the doctors say. Dana is not going to die. One day she will be just fine and she will be coming home with us. As if willed to live by Diana's determination, Dana clung to life hour after hour with the help of every medical machine and marvel her miniature body could endure. But as those first days passed, a new agony set in for David and Diana. Because Dana's underdeveloped nervous system was essentially raw, the lightest kiss or caress only intensified her discomfort, so they couldn't even cradle their tiny baby girl against their chest to offer the strength of their love. All they could do as Dana struggled alone beneath the ultraviolet light in the tangle of tubes and wires was to pray that God would stay close to their precious little girl. There was never a moment when Dana suddenly grew stronger. 
but as the weeks went by, she did slowly gain an ounce of weight here and an ounce of strength there. At last, when Dana turned two months old, her parents were able to hold her in their arms for the very first time. The two months later though, doctors continued to gently but grimly warn that her chances of surviving, much less living any kind of normal life, were next to zero. Dana went home from the hospital just as her mother had predicted. Today, five years later, Dana is a petite but feisty young girl with glittering grey eyes and an unquenchable zest for life. She shows no signs whatsoever of any mental or physical impairment. Simply, she's everything a little girl could be, and more, but that happy ending is far from the end of her story. One blistering afternoon in the summer of 1996, near her home in Texas, Dana was sitting in her mother's lap in the bleachers of a local ballpark with her brother Dustin's baseball team was practicing. As always, Dana was chattering non-stop with her mum and several other adults sitting nearby when suddenly she felt silent. Hugging her arms across her chest, Dana asked, Do you smell that? Smelling the air and detecting the approach of a thunderstorm, Diana replied, Yes, it smells like rain. Dana closed her eyes and again asked, Do you smell that? Once again, her mother replied, Yes, I think we're about to get wet. It smells like rain. Still caught in the moment, Dana shook her head, patted her thin shoulders with her small hands and loudly announced, No, it smells like him. It smells like God when you lay your head on his chest. Tears blurred Diana's eyes as Dana then happily hopped down to play with the other children. Before the rain came, her daughter's words confirmed what Diana and all the members of the extended Blessing family had known, at least in their hearts all along. During those long days and nights of her two first months of her life, when her nerves were too sensitive for them to touch her, God was holding Dana on his chest and it was his loving scent that she remembers so well. Thank you for listening.